Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yeah, sure, old time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, uh, Brad Marchand makes his return to the lineup, and the Bees make a little bit of a minor trade. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, Brad Marchand is going to be returning to the lineup just in time for the West Coast Swing. And you know what? It's going to be nice to have him back in the lineup. I mean, we not that not that the Bruins played bad over these last six games. They've played pretty pretty good. You know, you got to consider you know consider the the uh, shootout loss with the Rangers. Very good Rangers team. You know, so they managed to you know go into a shootout with that one. You know, and then they come out and with a big game against um, Colorado on Monday. They had an easy game, you know. I would I would call it an easy game against the Ottawa team, and the only the only hiccup in in that stretch was was the um was the Islanders game, so they did pretty well with without Marshawn in the lineup, and you have to wonder if you know maybe maybe they there's a good chance that you know this team is going to be okay, even if uh, Marshawn goes somewhere else. You know, the thing is about this whole Marshawn situation is that he's got he's got to grow up. I mean, he's a great skilled player. I mean, he's probably one of the top left wingers. I would say one of the top top 10, top 5 wing left wingers in the whole league. And for him to, you know, you know, keep screwing things up, you know, it's hurting his, you know, it's hurting his career. You know, because of his reputation. You know, if he didn't have that reputation, Maybe, you know, he would be one of those, you know, he would be one of those superstars in the league. And, you know, instead it's, you know, he's got this, you know, black cloud hanging over him that he's a dirty player. Now, the thing is, a lot of those plays that he was suspended for in the past weren't really suspendable plays. All right. This last thing that he did, punching Jari in the back of the head, putting his stick in his face. Now I've seen tons of videos about him with the the whole thing with the stick was I don't think he hit him in the in the helmet or in the mask with his with his stick. I think it was just you know, but it was uncalled for and you know to be honest he got he got what he deserved six games. Now I know that there's quite a few Bruins fans out there that aren't going to agree with me, but you know what this guy does have a track record. And he did do something. I mean, basically, that was a downright, you know, putting, punching somebody in the back of the head, you know, that happens every single night. But putting your stick into another player's face, yeah, that, that to me is a suspension. That to me should have been a suspension, whether it's six or three or two games, whatever. But that, that deserved a suspension. But there were some other plays in his past, like even going back to earlier in the season. Those were, some of those plays were just guys going, you know, was just guys playing hockey. That's about it. And most of his most of his suspensions were like that. But moving on, maybe the six games is going to give him time to reflect on what he did and not being a moron. Okay? 
But he's back, and the Bees had to make some moves to, you know, allow, you know, to open up his roster spot. And they sent Jack Stanika back down to Providence. Now, I wish they could have kept Stanika up here, you know, put him on and put him on a decent line. You know, I would have loved to have seen him center Hall and Pasta for a few games. I mean, you got to think that, you know, Burst Run was out. This was a perfect opportunity for the Bruins to put, you know, a prospect, you know, somebody who's, you know, who they're, you know, one of their top prospects on the number on a top line. Instead, Cassidy went out and stuck him on the third line. I mean, you got to give the kid some first line minutes. And, you know, you don't know what he's going to be capable of. Maybe maybe playing some top line minutes with Pasta and Hall. Maybe he would have had maybe he would have come out with with a couple of points, you know, playing in those games. And the same goes for Oscar Steen. You know, Oscar Steen came up. He played a bunch. He played great while he was up. And then they go and they send them down. You know, how about make why don't why doesn't Sweeney go out and make some roster moves and get rid of some of the dead weight that they have on this roster? You know, Felino for one. Felino was a was a terrible signing. You know, you could have put Oscar Steen or Jack Stanika in his place. Hell, even Zach Senishin. But give some of these young kids some top line minutes. Call him up. Give him some top line minutes. I mean, Eric Halla, yeah, he's been playing great with Pasta and Hall. He's been playing. He's been playing pretty good. But the thing is, give some of these younger guys a shot. All right. And here's the thing. You know. You know, you 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 sign guys like Halla and you know Forber and you know and you know. Um, no sec. You know, you go out and you, you sign these guys in the offseason and like, wait a minute, why don't you just give the, you have kids in Providence ready to go or almost ready to go. Give them a shot instead of going out and signing some, you know, garbage players. Hell, I would even call up Zach Senishin for this road trip right now and have him play with Bergeron and Marshawn. I mean, it looks like DeBrusque is going to be playing on that right, on the right side on that line. But still, you know, give Zach Senishin some 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 time. You know, maybe showcase him for a while. But Senishin has had his opportunities in the past. But again, he's not getting minutes to showcase his talent. You know, I know he's getting the minutes in Providence. But let's see what he can do in the NHL. Give him some top-line minutes. Let him play with Bergeron and Marchand. Let him play with those two, see what he can do. But the thing is that, you know, the f- management, you know, Sweeney, I'm not calling out Neely because Neely really, you know, the, Neely really doesn't, I don't think Neely has a lot to say on what the lineup is or who's, you know, who's in or out. But I have a feeling that, you know what, you know, Sweeney, Sweeney's got to come, you know, Sweeney and Cassidy really have to like evaluate their players better. You know, sometimes you have to wonder, you know, if they're calling these guys up because teams are interested in in them. You know, maybe there's a couple of guys, you know, maybe a couple of scouts were scouting Providence and said, hey, you know what? We want to see what these guys can do. You know, we we really like them. We'd like to make a trade with you, but we really need to see what these guys can do in the NHL. So maybe that's the thing. 
maybe the thing is that they're they're bringing guys up, having them play a few games, and then sending them back down, you know, just to showcase their their talent for a possible trade. But the Bruins did make a trade yesterday. The Bruins traded for a young defenseman out of Providence College. He's a local kid out of Massachusetts. Again, why is Don Sweeney going at, you know, there, you know, there's other players out there from other states and other countries than, you know, going, you know, staying in the state of Massachusetts. Now, they acquired the rights to defenseman Michael Callahan from the Arizona Coyotes for a seventh round pick in the 2024 entry draft. Now, spending a seventh round pick for a kid drafted in the fifth and is currently the captain for Providence College is a pretty good, I, I would say it's a pretty good deal. They didn't give up anything. I mean, how many seventh-round picks actually make it to the NHL? Not many. And most of them spend their time in the minors or never never actually play. I mean, a seventh-round pick basically is, you know, playing in, playing for the Maine Mariners right now. That's basically your seventh-round pick. He's playing for Maine. So the Bruins didn't give up a lot. The Bruins didn't give up anything. Now, Callahan is 22 years old. He's a pretty decent defender for a college player. And his point totals may not be that impressive. I mean, I looked at his points and, and, and his goals and his assists. And he's not, I, you know, his numbers aren't that impressive. But looking at the scouting report, he plays a pretty, pretty decent two-way game. Um, he's a, he's a leader on the, he's a leader on the team because, Hey, he's the captain. There's a reason why he's the captain of the Providence, at Providence college. So, you know, he's, he's got some leadership there. So basically he's probably could be a good third, third pairing. If he makes it, makes it to the Bruins, you know, if he's in Providence, maybe he's a, he's a, he's on the top pairing, but I have a feeling that he's going to be in Providence for a little while. And I'm just hoping that this kid, maybe if this kid actually has some, you know, you know, maybe this kid actually makes it to the Bruins. You know, he makes it to Boston, you know, as a third line, as a third line pair. But, you know, it's a wait and see. It's a wait, a wait and see kind of thing with this kid. You know, he's just going to be fresh out of college. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe he signs, you know, I know that college, the college season ends this weekend. So maybe next week he's in a Providence Bruins uniform. Heck, maybe, maybe he's in a Boston Bruins uniform by the time the season's over. Now, the thing is, could this indicate that the Bruins are going to be uh, moving one of their defensemen um, in any upcoming trades before the trade deadline? Maybe Vakanainen is finally going to go, maybe Vakanainen is finally going to go, you know, get traded. I mean, I don't see any other. Bruins, Providence Bruins defenseman going going in a deal. I don't see any. I don't see Sweeney giving up any any current you know Boston Bruins defenseman. I mean, I wish it could be Derek Forbert. You know that was going because that was another that was another worthless you know deal. I mean, they could have they could have you know you know keep Vakaninen or even you know even Zaboral, but Zaboral's out for the rest of the year. So is there a trade? Is there another, are they working on another trade? I mean, DeBrusque and Seneshin are still in play. And the thing is, is there, is anyone interested in, in, in these two guys? DeBrusque's trade value should be going up. 
I mean, he's been playing great since he asked for his trade. I mean, he's had some he's had some really poor games, but he's had some really good ones. So, you know, is his trade value going up? Maybe he's worth a prospect or, th- or at least a third round pick. You know, say, you know, I don't know about the trade value for Senishin yet. Maybe a fourth or fifth round pick at best or some type of a prospect. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what kind of what what happens, you know, when we when in the next couple of weeks. I mean, don't forget about, you know, you still have Stanik and Steen. I mean, they could be part of some type of deal. But the thing is, you know, do Bruins fans want Sweeney to get up give up the future just because they need to take one more run at a cup for Bergeron and Marchand? Now, for the whole entire season, we were hearing, well, they got to t- they got to do one more cup run for Bergeron, Marshawn, and Rask. Well, Rask is out of the picture. So basically, now you have these two guys, these two veterans, and are you going to be willing to give up, you know, a, you know, the future just because they, you know, for rental, just because these two guys need one more run at the cup? I mean, here's the thing. I would want the Bruins to build around the two veterans. Not give up on the future for a loss in the, for a loss in the first round. It's not worth it. So build around those two guys, you know, and you know, even even you know, Bergeron and Marchand, find them like even even Fabian Lysel. I mean, Fabian Lysel I believe is a left winger, but if you could stick him on the right side with those guys next season, I think I think Fabian Lysel you know, could have a break, you know, could have an outstanding rookie season. I mean, he's having a really great season with the Vancouver Giants right now. I mean, outstanding. You know, and he's one of those kids that, one of those future kids, I would not give up. If Don Sweeney goes out and gives up Fabian Lysel in a trade for a rental, that would really piss me off. That would be like, you know what? I'm done with the Bruins until Don Sweeney gets his, you know, isn't, isn't the general manager anymore. And I know people are going to hate me for saying this, but maybe it's time for the bees just to do a complete rebuild. And what you do is you start at the top, you know, by firing the general manager, the coach, and bring in somebody that's not afraid to make any changes at all. You know, if that means trading Bergeron and Marshawn, then I say go for it. And I know a lot of the Bruins fans are probably getting really angry with me right now, but... You know, these guys are in their early to mid-30s. And, you know, you got start the rebuild now. You know, start the rebuild now and trade those two guys as long as the Bruins get something decent in return, like, you know, picks or prospects. I mean, the next few weeks are going to be really interesting all around the NHL. Trades are going to heat up, and I hope the bees make some noise. I just hope Sweeney isn't going to give up the future for a dumb rental because this team isn't getting past the first round. No way. I mean, if if Rask was perfectly healthy and, you know, we maybe maybe we had some decent players, yeah, I would. I would probably, you know, I would probably make it make a trade for a rental. But, you know, if this it you, you don't have a chance. You do not have a chance at making it past the first round. So forget about trading, you know, prospects. 
Heck, I would trade, like I said, I would trade probably a Forbert, a Halla, a, you know, Felino, you know, get rid of those guys and go, go with the young talent. Go with the younger talent. You've got nothing to lose because you're going to have, because you're going to be losing a lot in the future. A lot in the future. And, and the thing is, you know, you know, they're giving up on, on these young guys. You can't give up on these young players. You know, it's like all of a sudden we're just going to trade, you know, Jack's, you know, we're going to go out, we're going to trade Jack Stanika for, you know, for a rental. No. You know, build around your, build build around your younger players. It's that simple. You know, do a rebuild. You know, don't, you know, admit it. You know you're starting from you're starting fresh in goal with with Swayman and and Olmark. You know you, why not just you know rebuild the whole team. You know there's some people I would keep. I mean I would I would keep Hall. I would keep Pasta. I would keep Bergeron. I would, I mean I would keep Marshawn. I would keep well Marshawn. I would probably see you. I wonder just if you could actually if if there's some value in Brad Marshawn anymore. Would somebody, you know, another team would be itching, would love to pick him up, but would you piss off your fan base? But I know a lot of teams, there are probably a lot of teams out there would, that would love to have a Brad Marshawn, you know, on their roster. There are probably a bunch of them. Maybe, maybe it's time for a real shakeup of this organization. You know, maybe maybe they need to go out and make a big deal and trade trade away a Bergeron or Marchand. Maybe they maybe they need really need need to make some noise and you know really shake the team up and not just you know not just you know go after you know like like the like Callahan. You know, go and make some noise. Go you know and not for rental. Bring in somebody that's going to be here for at least two or three years. Because that's what really ticks me off is because they this organization has no clue how to evaluate their talent. They don't. They don't even give it. They don't even. They let. They have them. They call them up. They have them play just a few games, and then and then send them back down. All because of a ro- you know roster spot or or salary cap and stuff like that. Because, you know, if, if that's the issue, then you know what you do? You start trading away guys like Felino and Forbert and, and Halla. And you trade away those guys to bring in the younger guys. Now, I know some of these guys are, are young guys too, but still. And some of them do have played, you know, have some, have, have a few years in the NHL. But the thing is, this Bruins team doesn't know how to evaluate talent. And that shows it in the, in the draft. They had three straight draft picks in the NHL. All right. In the 2015 draft, they had three straight draft picks. And those guys haven't, I mean, Seneshin is still sitting in the minors. DeBrusque is and asked for a trade. DeBrusque had, his numbers have tailed off considerably. Then again, the guys had a couple bouts with, I don't know, I think he's had three or four COVID, you know, he's been on COVID protocol three or four times. So who knows? But still, these guys can't evaluate talent. Or what they're going to do is, and they're going to be stupid, and they're going to trade away some of this valuable, you know, some of these prospects. Like a Fabian Lysel. 
And like I said, if Fabian Lysel gets traded away, this this kid is another real deal. All right, he's another real deal. And if you think about it, I mean, think about your future. All right, you're going to have Swayman in net. You're going to have Charlie McAvoy on the defense. And then, you know, the defense is still a crapshoot. But then you would have Fabian Lysel. Now, you got to take this, take this, and you let's just say, you know, in a few years, you know, Marshawn's not here, Bergeron's not here. All right. So basically, you're going to have Pasta on your on your right. You're going to have Lysel on your left side, and they're going to need a center. So who's that center going to be? Is it going to be Jack Stanika? Is it going to be John Beecher, who's playing for the University of Michigan? So basically, that's going to be your top line. You know, you're going to need a top line center somewhere. And, you know, do you draft that player? Is that player sitting right down in Providence? You know, is that player, you know, you know, playing, you know, playing in college or junior right now? But I have a feeling that, you know, in a few years, they're really going to need to, you might as well start rebuilding now. Because that's the thing. The team should really seriously start thinking about rebuilding the team starting starting at this trade deadline. Start rebuild, looking at your team and start rebuilding your team. All right? You know, start, you know, you know, even if that mean even if that means, you know, letting somebody like Marshawn go. I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't care if I mean, yeah, he gets he gets he score goals. But, you know, his antics are are what's keep, you know, Maybe maybe the Bruins would have would have had a would have would have beaten the Rangers if Marshawn was in the lineup. Maybe they would have beaten the Islanders if the if Marshawn was in the lineup. But we wouldn't know because he was he played he played like an idiot. But the Bruins Don Sweeney really has to sit down and look at the future of this organization. He really needs to look at it, look what he's got in Providence. Look what he's got in the minor, you know, in junior hockey with Fabian Lysel. There's quite a few young players playing in Providence. I believe that there's some talent over in over playing in uh, in Europe. So he's got to look at a lot of this young talent and say, okay, where what are we going to rebuild with? But then you got to take a look at Charlie Jacobs. Maybe Charlie Jake. Maybe maybe we should start at the top. Charlie Jacobs and Cam Neely should sit there and reevaluate you know at when the season's over i don't know if it's going to be over you know the end of you know when the regular season ends when they're bounced from the first round but i think that neely and 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 charlie jacobs need to like sit down and say okay we need to start fresh i mean we've we've done the whole don sweeney experiment i mean he, he's had some decent you know, they've made the playoffs. They've, they've under him, they've, you know, gone to the finals, but it's not working out. It just isn't working out that, you know, these guys can't evaluate their talent or they're going to, or they're going to choke, you know, at the trade deadline and they're going to give up, you know, they're going to give up the, the team's future just to take another one last run at the cup, which is going to lead to a first round, you know, a first round exit. And that's not, 
that to me is not running a hockey team right now. You know, the Rangers have gone out and rebuilt, went out and did a complete, I mean, basically they re, they basically, if you think about it, yeah, they, they had, they had the pieces in place already, but I think it took a shakeup of bringing in Chris Drury as the general manager. I mean, look at what he did when he came in, when he came in, I mean, all the players were already in place, but he did go out and he did find, he fired the coach, brought in a Brought in a new coach. That's where that's probably where you that's probably where you really need to start at the general manager's position. Now I don't know who you would get as a general manager right now, because I mean I we're not bringing back Shirelli. That's for damn sure. You know maybe bringing in somebody who's got a proven track record. I mean it's tough. You know to you know who's out there who's who's a capable general manager. You know, because right now there's no, I don't think that there's anyone available to be the general manager of this team. Not even a head coach. I mean, Dave Tippett, I mean, I would probably go with Dave Tippett if, it, if, I mean, he's the only one out there, you know, that's had you know, somewhat of a success. But there really isn't anybody out there unless, you know, the Bruins, maybe we'll have to wait and see what happens at the end of the season. You know, once once guys start getting fired, then then we'll find out, you know, you know, who's available and, you know, if the Bruins decide to go in that direction. But I think that they what if they're going to rebuild, they really need to start from the top. And that means, you know, and I'm not saying Cam Neely, Cam, Cam Neely is is doesn't make the trades. Maybe he has some input, but he doesn't make the trades. It's Don Sweeney. You know, it's Don Sweeney's, you know, guys who he's hired at as scouts and the coaching staff and stuff like that. I would like, I mean, I would like to see a, a complete rebuild right now. Just go out there, get a new general manager, a new head coach, you know, bring in some new pro- players. You know, dump some of these guys, dump a lot of these guys. I mean, Felino was, why did he go out and, and get Felino. Felino took a roster spot away from Steen or Studnika or Seneshin. You know, give some of these. I mean, the thing is, these young kids come in, and then they, you know, they get called up. They play on the, they play these crappy minutes, and then you send them back down. You don't do that. You know, you know, you. Everybody was talking about, oh, you, you, you really hurt. You know, the self esteem of, you know, signing Tuka Rask and sending Jeremy Swayman down. It didn't hurt Jeremy Swayman. Because he he's come back and he's played pretty decent as well. And I know I spoke, you know, early in the season, I, I was really down on this goaltending tandem. But right now, this goaltending tandem is, is looking pretty good right now. Are they the best in the league? No. Could they be the best in the league at some point? Yes. But the thing is that this team really, I mean, I I don't know. They they've been playing well off and on. I mean, Monday's game was awesome, and you know when you're beating the top, basically the top team in the league, you know those are good numbers. Now it's a good thing though that you know now that they're going down the stretch, they have a West Coast road trip. You know maybe this will bring the team together. You know maybe 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 by being all together, maybe this might even help out Brad Marchand. 
maybe being around his players for 24 seven, instead of going home, you know, instead of like, you know, going on a short road trip and coming home to his family, he'll be able to, you know, go to the, you know, he'll be hanging out with his, his teammates and maybe his teammates could talk some sense into him. That would be a good, that would be a good thing too. So this, this road trip is coming at a pretty good time for the Boston Bruins. You know, do I think that they're going to, you know, win all the games on this road trip? No. You know, there's a good chance. You know, I see them winning in Seattle. I see them winning in, um, I see them winning in, um, in Anaheim. I don't know much. I don't know about Los Angeles though, but if they can go out and, and really dominate this road trip, I have a feeling that, you know, you know, things are going to be okay, but I still, but I still would like to see, you know, them bringing in younger players into the lineup and start a rebuild right now, because, you know, if you take, if you take a look at it, you know, after the season, after the, even after the season, you know, even if they make the playoffs, a first round exit, that's what's going to happen. And then it's just going to go downhill from there unless they start to, you know, try and, you know, start rebuilding now. Cause now's the time. Now is the time for these Boston, for your Boston Bruins to do a complete, you know, to do a rebuild. I don't care how far they get. I mean, like, like I said, they're not going, they're not going anywhere. They're not going, they're not going anywhere in the playoffs. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And if you're interested in advertising on this show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. And don't forget, the Bruins are playing tomorrow night, which is Thursday. Uh, It's going to be a late game uh, against the first time visiting Seattle. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.